0: We are live, Worldwide Web style. Hey, everybody. Brian Davis here with Danny Davis and Cedric Golden. We are at Belmont Hall inside Roll Memorial Stadium, where today Texas had a pretty big day in the uh, Sarkeesian experience. Today, signing 26 new players on the first day of early signing day for the 2022 recruiting class. And I got to say, guys, and you guys would probably agree with this, this is a big day for Sark. It's a big day for the football program. They needed to reload at key positions and it appears they did 14 offensive and defensive linemen including two new quarterbacks Quinn Ewers and malik murphy both of those guys are going to enroll in january and i don't know happy days are here again said what do you you know can,
1: can we get to
0: a bowl now maybe or no
1: you gotta say it size matters it matters we can't play peewee football anymore at UT. They got to get, they had to get big and mean, and brawny. He said we got to be more SEC like, and they're bringing in some beef. Uh, the question is, you know, according to the the recruiting ratings, the, this is this is fillet and porterhouse, but will they play like sirloin when it's all said and done? Got to coach them up, Daniel. Gotta coach him
2: up. Yeah, it's um you know it's it's great that there's you know five star first five star offensive lineman since 2013, I believe. You know, a couple of four stars in that group. And that's all that's all good. But at some point they actually gotta play football here. And you know, this Texas fans, I mean fans of pretty much every program across the country have seen four and five stars not pan out. So you know, it's great that they're on campus. Now we gotta see what uh Kyle Flood can do as a coach with these guys. If all works out according to plan, um, defensive line, too, obviously, with Bo Davis, uh, you know, that, this is a great haul. This is a great day. This is a day that Texas fans are going to look back on and be like, okay, this is where it all started. You know, this is a day that they're like, okay, we suffered through that 5-7 and seven disaster, but it was all worth it because it brought it, to, brought it here. So we'll, we'll see. Um, this may not happen um, this next season. It's really hard for freshmen to contribute um as true freshman, although I think most would assume Kelvin Banks would be uh the outlier um in that discussion but you know we'll have to see but this is a great start you can't complain uh for at least today today was a day that you know there's not gonna be a lot of complaining but we'll have to see down the road what exactly today today meant
0: which brings up a good question to me and, and you know I want to dive right into this 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 whole youth movement thing you know uh Folks can go online and read, you know, all these individual bios of who all these guys are. But my question to both of you: If you're Steve Sarkeesian, do you just immediately go all in with a youth movement and and roll with roll with a younger, uh, potentially younger, too deep uh, starting next year? I mean, we, we look, we know that there's not a whole bunch of older guys that they would want to. Uh, keep and play over all their new signees. But, but said, this feels like a moment where uh, get all those young guys on the field because with the transfer portal and who knows anymore, you assemble the team for now. Get them out there and playing right now.
1: They're not at a point in this program where they can sit guys and redshirt a lot of guys uh, like Nick Saban does or like Dabo does or like Ryan Day is doing. Um, they, they're not at that point. They're at a point right now where it's all hands on deck and, um, the, the ship is sinking and, and, and they just brought in some, some guys with some hammers, some nails and some plywood, and they're going to get this thing back afloat. And they're, they're young, but like Daryl Royal said, even puppies bite. If they bite you as a pup, as a, as a puppy, then they'll eventually bite you as a dog. And these puppies got to play, uh, these fifty thousand dollar a year alignment, I don't know if that nil was going to come out last year. I don't think last year's crew was going to be earning fifty k a year. I don't know about all of that, but these guys have incentive up front to win. I think that Sark has sold them on your plan. You're good enough. He told us guys. He said, "Look, I am not. I am not against playing younger players. I want to play the best players." They give me a chance to win. Now you got to have a mix, Danny. You got to have a mix in that portal with a thousand kids in it. Oh my God, that's that. That's better than Carvana. They've got a thousand kids in the portal. They're going to be able to fill in, plug in a few holes because they've got guys in the portal too. That's going to give them some relief. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what the mix is between these experienced players who played for a five and seventeen and these four and five stars were coming in to hopefully make a change uh, in the direction of this program.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. I, I don't want to say you take this entire class and they need to be the team that's starting next September against Louisiana Monroe, but you know, you give them the opportunity to go out and prove themselves. Um, you know, there are some vets on this team coming back. You do have a Keandre Col- Coburn, you do have a Demarvion Overshown, you do have a Deshaun Jameson, but obviously Bijan is not sitting next year. But um, you know, hey, if Quinn is better than Casey Thompson, start him. If one of these offensive linemen is better than one of these better an offensive linemen, start him. You know, if um, I don't think anyone on that five and seven team, aside from number five in the backfield, can come in next year and say I deserve to be the starter on this team, and if um, one of these young pups is better. You know, they deserve a chance to kind of show what they can do. But I also, I don't think you should just pencil a freshman, a true freshman in just for the sake of building for the future, you know, because you could hurt their development that way too. So, you know, if they're better and ready to go, I, I don't see a problem with uh, with starting them, but I also don't think it would hurt them, you know, if some, if some of these guys need a little bit of development. But, you know, luckily at a position like quarterback or some of these other positions, Texas has depth, depth now. You know, they – don't have to depend on a true freshman, but if that, that true freshman's ready to go, you know, there's no problem with rolling them out there.
0: Well, they have depth at the moment. We'll see if all that depth stays. I'm. I tend to think that Casey Thompson definitely stays. Hudson Card to me is the one who's going to be on the fence now. Uh, that, that's just my reading of the tea leaves. Um, but let's let's get into quarterbacks. That's what obviously a lot of people are interested in at the end of the regular season, uh, guys. You remember we talked about the quarterback but the quarterback situation of who are they going to get? Well, now we know they have Quinn Ewers, the Ohio State transfer, um, the bleach blonde mullet, get your mullet wigs now. Said he's going to start making mullets and sell them on, sell them on sixth street, you know, to make some easy, easy money, non nil money, mind you. Um, But what, but what do you guys make of the, what do you guys make of the quarterback situation now? Casey Thompson, Hudson Card, Quinn Ewers, uh, Malik Murphy. um, Those are basically going to be the top four guys. Uh, that are going to be uh, in the mix currently. Both of those young quarterbacks are going to be early enrollees. Uh, so theoretically, if no one leaves, all four will go through spring ball uh, fighting for the job. You know, I, I think
1: I, I got to give Casey Thompson credit because he gutted it out last year. Oklahoma, that's the middle of the season, and he hurt, hurt his thumb there and obviously was hampered. And, and diminished because of the thumb on his throwing hand. But he gutted it out, and, and you can't tell me that the locker room didn't notice that how tough Casey Thompson was because he could easily try to throw a football with a healthy thumb is hard enough, but a bad thumb, horrible. So I give him props for that, gutting it out. Um, it's going to be tough. If Quinn Ewers is as good as they think he is, um, that's going to be an even bigger battle than the one between Casey and Hudson. I'm not speaking for Hudson, but it wouldn't shock me if he took his leave and parted ways. Um, I don't think Casey's going anywhere because he's he's a he's, he's a junior. I mean, he's gonna he's got a. Well, does he have one or two years left, Daniel? Casey, two. Oh, one. He's got one. So yeah, so I don't think he's going anywhere. But I I really think I really think that Hudson might consider leaving. Queen Yours is here to stay. I believe. And we'll see if he's as good as advertised because right now he's getting more attention for NIL and his uh, transfer than he is for anything he's done on the field in the last year.
2: Yeah. I, I forget with all the, the math, but I mean, Casey came in in 2018 and redshirted that year. So I mean, whatever that means he has left who, who knows, but I mean, the quarterback battle, like I'm, I'm almost kind of a, uh, you know, tired of trying to project because who knows? I mean, no one really right. thought the Newers was going to be a third-string quarterback this year at Ohio State, and that's just kind of what happened because, you know, uh, CJ kind of went and had a incredible year. I don't think many of us thought Casey Thompson was going to come and, you know, be like the full-time entrenched guy by the end of the season, and that that happened here. Who knows? Maybe Malik Murphy comes onto campus and just turns out to be the, the second coming of whoever you want to compare him to, so... You know, I, I think most people would expect Quinn Ewers to be the the guy just because of, of the hype. But, you know, there's a reason there's spring ball. There's a reason there's practice. I can guarantee you that Casey Thompson is uh, probably saw this news the past couple of weeks and spent the last uh, week in a bunker studying film, trying to be like, right, you know, you're going to try to push me out. And I doubt that Malik Murphy signed with Texas if he thought that he was signing to be a, you know, a fifth string guy. So. We'll see what happens with those guys. We'll see what happens with Hudson Carr. Charles Wright is obviously on scholarship. We'll see if he sticks around and tries to, you know, insert himself in that conversation. But it'll be fun. It's going to give us a lot of stuff to write about this spring. So you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate those clicks. But you know, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, probably the biggest, the biggest headline uh, going going into this uh, season.
0: Definitely. It, it finally, one big topic that uh, I I want to address here that that uh, needs to be addressed. His name, image, and likeness. I mean, it, look, it, it would be very naive to think that the Clarkfield Collective and the Horns with Hearts initiative, where they basically admitted they would give every off- scholarship offensive lineman fifty thousand dollars annually if they come to UT, um, it's a, it's very naive to think that that didn't play a role in some of these linemen, uh, their decision making. Kelvin Banks. Uh, right on down the list. I'm not saying that they're coming here for $50,000 because Texas obviously has a lot to offer, right? But if if we're talking two schools or even, one's going to give you 50 grand and the other one isn't, I think I know which way I would be leaning on that fence. Said, is this going to change the dynamics of the sport? Um, Is this going to change the dynamics of the locker room? And maybe most importantly, are boosters – by doing this are they going to crush what it is they claim to love
1: yes 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 it's already changed and when money is one is one these guys were already a lot of these guys are already getting paid under the table for the last 50 or 60 years let's keep it real we are not we're not waving any banners here we we know that that boosters play pay players to come and play but now the NIL has changed that dynamic to where they can actually be upfront about it. And there's still some players getting money under the table. So it's changed the dynamic to where the haves with all of their better facilities, their bigger budgets, their TV money, their their swanky 100,000 seat stadium, their luxury suites, they have those advantages, plus now they have another advantage. They they offer a better experience and money on top of that. So for the haves like Texas and Michigan and Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State, Notre Dame, etc., there's no excuse, and it raises the bar for people like Steve Sarkeesian, who just who just landed a banner class, but he landed a the advantages that come along with playing for Texas, living in Austin, Texas. Uh, so what that does is it raises the bar. It raises expectations. And, and, and there's a level of, of, of uh, anticipation now because how can you not believe that the Longhorns are going to be great in two or three
0: years with what just happened? I, I know Danny will push back against that.
1: Da- Danny had him at 11 wins, I believe. <laughs> he did. So Danny ain't pushing back crap today. Have, don't you I, push glasses. I
2: have no comment about my uh <laughs> my <laughs>
1: ah, there you
2: go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think this NIL stuff is for for the better. Um, I I don't think my dis- my thoughts about that have wavered. Um, you know, if an offensive lineman wants to come to Texas for fifty thousand dollars, God on him. I mean, some of these kids, that's it's not life-changing money, but it's definitely money that'll help out back home and you know, help 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 their families. Some you know, some may come from Backgrounds where they don't need that fifty thousand dollars, but still nice to have fifty thousand um, dollars. I don't buy so much into the the sense that this is going to hurt locker rooms. Um, you know, if anything, welcome to the real world, kids. I mean, you're going to go to jobs where you don't make as much money. Um, the three of us do not make the exact same amount of money, but that doesn't mean that you know one one of us is allowed to you know throw a temper tantrum because someone else is making more of the money. We still have still have jobs to do and there's people in the locker room are going to have jobs to do too. I I will, the one thing I will say is, um, you know, I do hope that this um, initiative with the offensive linemen, um, I think all of us for right, rightfully so, can kind of roll our eyes a little bit about the the charity initiative um, part of it. I mean, let's, let's be real. We don't all have to be naive about it, but I do hope that some good does come out of it. Um, You know, I talked to the Rob Blair, um, who's one of the guys kind of running it and he said, you know, let us, uh, you know, we'll bet, we'll put our money where our mouth is, and I hope that's the case. And I hope that you know some good does come out of an initiative like that. But I'm not going to be someone who, you know, gets all upset because offensive linemen are making fifty thousand dollars. Good on the kids. Good on you know the people that want to pay them. Um, you know, you know it's you know these these the whole Gene Chizik thing earlier this week, and a lot of these journalists who you have know, made their living off of these, you know, players, you know, not getting paid while we get paid and we're able to go pay our mortgages and all that stuff. It's ridiculous. And I'm I'm not going to be part of this um, push against, you know, these athletes making money, go to them, go do your thing. I hope some good can come out of it for others. But if it doesn't, at the end of the day, you know, it's your name, it's your image, it's your likeness, do with it what you, what you will. I'm going to focus on me. You know, I'm going to get upset about stuff about my paycheck and I'm not going to worry about, um, worry about, uh, worry about all y'all.
1: Kids get that money, get it for 90, 98% of you are not going to play in the pros. So if there's only a way, pro
0: something other than sports. Said.
1: Exactly. So if there's a way for you to get paid and take advantage of the platform you have here at the university of Texas and other big schools like it, by all means, and I'm talking to the Bijan Robinsons, the Logan Egglestons, the Skylar Fields, um, the Rory Harmons, get money. Tristan Stevens, go get paid, because one day you're not going to be at Texas, and one day you're going to be in the regular working world. And the last thing you want to do is look back and go, man, I had some opportunities to pad my pockets while I was at that that money printing factory in Austin and I didn't take advantage. So that's a good point. no regrets. Get the money. Some some of these guys are going to make millions a year and they're going to laugh back at that 50,000 and go, "Man, that's, that's a vacation for me now." But others are going to go, "Man, I I really should have taken advantage. I, I'm I'm going to I need to do a bit I needed to do a better job of uh, opening up some doors for myself." So if you can get paid, get paid. I, if uh, not-
2: if Bijan though wants to cater one of these Monday availabilities with his raising canes connections, I'm not gonna I'm complain in. about that. I I need that in NIL connection right there.
0: Hashtag raising canes. Uh, my biggest issue with the all the NIL r- really is not the players getting the money. I don't have a problem with that at all. If someone I'm I'm with Danny, I'm 100 percent with Danny. If somebody wants to pay uh, Captain Kerstetter fifty thousand dollars to have another year at Texas, then go for it. Knock yourself out. My issue is what happens uh, when maybe the return on investment isn't what these boosters had hoped, right? Maybe the uh, the winds aren't as prevalent as they had hoped and all of a sudden the money dries up. I mean that's going to be how you effectively get rid of a head coach essentially, is that you basically pull back the the financial reins and uh, you know you're not paying to get. These these big time recruits in here that that to me is going to hasten a coach's exit. Uh, granted, the coach is still going to leave with a fat wallet because that's just how it works for them too. Everybody gets paid in this racket, so you know the players. Uh, no one's going to no no one's going to be crying for the coach who gets a double digit million dollar exit package like they give out at Texas. But um, I don't know. I just I just I just think that when you're introducing said to, you said you t- uh, touched on this earlier. When you introduce money into this kind of element no one really knows where it's going to go um, you know hope and hopefully it's it's for the it's for the better but my odds are and my stomach feeling is that eh, some of it won't be good
2: but I think like part of that though is part of the part of the process I mean you know if you're an invest investors kind of maybe the wrong word but if you're deciding to pay a player X amount of dollars for their in an Nil deal and it doesn't work out I mean Part of that's on you for not making the proper investment.
0: Um, Absolutely.
2: Part of it's on the player, the uh, athlete taking the money to, you know, make sure their social media is up to up to date and make sure that they're, you know, that there is a return on investment so they, you know, get invested in next year. I mean, it's all part of the process. I mean, a lot of people are probably have probably learned over this last year with you know their various deals that some some things didn't work out and there's some you know areas that can improve. But yeah, you know, once again, I'm not going to feel sorry because. You know, someone invested fifty thousand dollars in the offensive lineman and it didn't pan out. I mean, you know, that's uh, that's that's more on you for making a poor investment. I'm not going to you know cry, you know, too much for you. Once again, good on the players, I guess. For you know, if you can get some money off of a poor investment, congratulations. Said any final thoughts here before we wrap this one up?
1: Banner Day. Christmas came early at Texas. Sarky Claus rolling in on in a burn orange sleigh, delivering four and five star love to the Longhorn Nation. Let's see if it equates to a bowl game in 2023 or maybe January of 2024. I'm glass half to full today. I'm, I'm full of jump. Christmas cheer. I'm loving life right now.
2: How many? How much money do I have to pay to these players to make sure that Texas doesn't go back to the Alamo Bowl? That's the only thing I care. I'll, <laughs> I'll set up an NIL. And you deal cannot
1: be dipping into the, Ch- in the Chuck Davis's college fund. You will you will go to that Alamo Bowl if no. summoned, and you will like You'll it. like
2: it. Nope. Now this is the anti-Alamo Bowl NIL deal. Let's uh get that get that started.
0: Well, let's just hope that Texas has enough talent to get to the Liberty Bowl next year. Liberty or and wow. Bowl. Don't people, end it on that. Okay, let's not end it on that. No, liberty, no.
1: liberty, liberty,
0: <laughs> liberty. Let's not end it on that either. Let's <laughs> not end on that either. Uh, this is probably going to be the last video we do before Christmas. Uh, and so everybody have a good holiday as well. The three of us are about to go try to find out what Kirk makes because we, we if we all don't get paid the same, we got to find out what Bulls makes because we got to get up to his level as well. But uh, that's all for today. Uh, Texas had a Texas had a big day. If you're a Texas fan, you should be excited about about what happened today. Uh, but for everything else, you can read on Hookem.com and Statesman.com. Uh, and as you guys know, uh, that's where you find all our content. And for Danny and Cedric, I am Brian, and we will see you next time.